Yeah, I, I'm Jackson. I have zero experience with carpentry. I studied at a school for historic preservation in Boston and learned about how things were built, you know, 250 years ago. There's a long way to go. I'm nowhere near the top. Not that I thought I was, but there's so much more to do out there. Welcome back to the Passion for Craft podcast. We are uh, doing a bit of a fixer-upper spin-off today. Uh, crafter-upper? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> it sounds like a bad poop pun. Crapper-upper? Uh, no, so <clears throat> what we're going to do... <laughs> this is my idea. So I'm uh, going to try and brainchild this as best as possible. But I saw a really helpful video that walked through a bunch of different joinery styles. Um, not true joinery, but what is it called when it's not? Like fastener joinery? Fasteners. That's probably a better word. Not joinery, but fasteners. And it was comparing a lot of different ones together. I thought it was really helpful. And it made me think of the idea of comparing a bunch of different houses together and then hearing from these two about how they would fix up the house and make it better. Um, are you okay? Am I I'm all good. Taking my time? Okay. <clears throat> so we're trying to make these houses better. We're trying to do it from a low budget perspective and then getting just like a ballpark estimate of price and then from a high budget perspective. Now, for each of these examples, we have two homes for the equivalent price range. And I think at this point, let's just go through them. But just for your reference, we have like a mid-level home, we have a lowish level home, and then like a high level home. So we're gonna look at these houses and this is a very visual experience. So if you are not part of the Patreon, we highly recommend that you join it. Uh, just so you can get a really good idea for what we're looking at here. But if you are an audio listener, we're going to try and do our best to explain what it is we're looking at. Um, but again, this is definitely a more tailored visual experience. So we recommend going to check out the Patreon. So here's the first house. We've got it on the screen here. Um, this is house number one. This is a mid-level house, okay? So it's a $400,000 house and it is a 2-1. Um, and then, so Brent, you want to describe what we're looking at here? It's a 1920s, 30s bungalow with a gable end, clipped gable end. And um, that means it's kind of like hip down at the top. Uh, open brackets, brick column piers with tapered columns at the top. You got a double hung windows, one over ones. Got a craftsman style door, uh, new but very typical of that 20s, 30s bungalow. Sweet. All right, so we're going to look at exteriors first, and we're going to dive into the interior. So here's the next house. This one is equivalently priced, um, but this is <clears throat> kind of an example of uh, the bad <laughs> of the uh, two houses. So, um, <clears throat> Brent, do you want to <laughs> describe what we're looking at here? This is from the early crap period of, <laughs> uh, of construction. It's a favorite Probably period. 1980s. Uh, just it's red brick. It's two stories, garage on the front, short driveway, uh, kind of nondescript. It isn't any architectural style. There's a gable end on the right, hipped roof on the left, double story over a two car garage. It's uh, not a handsome house. It is not. It's actually tough to look at so metal windows <clears throat> or would you like some house with that garage <laughs> <laughs> well said, well said. <laughs> that is exactly what's going on here uh the most prominent feature of this house 
which is not covered up by bushes or a tree is the garage and it's a lot. So um, this house, again, <laughs> equivalently priced, it's actually more than the last house we saw, correct? Or is it less? Sorry, I think I was wrong. I think this is three, the other one was a little over 400. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. No, that's, that's super helpful. So, um, we have Austin, our numbers guru, helping us out with the, the mathematics here, the electrical engineering didn't quite take. So, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, this one, this one is, uh, a little under 400. So this is 390 and the last one was over 400. So it was just like probably 420, 435. Um, yeah. So this is, these are our two mid-level houses. Now, if you guys would like, we can go through all of the house's exteriors first, or we can just start to break down these two. Well, I mean, here's here's my comment. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Um, I don't know why you'd spend money on a house like this. Okay. Right? It's it's ugly. Mm -hmm. It'll never have an architectural styling. Mm -hmm. uh, and any money you put into it, it's questionable whether you're going to get your money back out of it. Great. Yeah. So um, I prefer, obviously, I'm an old house guy, so I would would rather have an older house why because it has style right yeah. most new houses ha are not styled they're okay? from that early crap period you're <clears throat> referencing yeah i mean it's just they're 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 the house style right it, it, <laughs> it's a house it's got four walls and a roof but there's no um you know there's no story there there's no narrative like the arts and crafts period is you know has it comes from this rich narrative of a rejection of the victorian and simple ideals and and all this different stuff and so i would rather have this house because the the hardware i put in it the trim that i put in it the you know the furniture i put in it can can all correspond to a you know a, an architectural styling and a and a you know a narrative that makes sense that other house it, it is uh, it, it's the strip mall of of home building it mm -hmm. is just it's it's four walls and a roof as you said and i remember an architect one time describing strip malls he goes he goes we did a lot of strip mall work i go what's that like he goes decorating boxes <laughs> and so um you know it, it's like what's well like? you know what do you want to put on it you know let's put tr this trim on it or that trim on it it's just it, it is nothing and so i don't know why you spend money on it yeah, I was actually just telling Austin about that. Like my previous house that I had before this one, I I did some stuff to it, but I didn't want to put like my heart and soul into it because I was like, why? You know, it's just there's 10 of them on the street. So, yeah, I definitely get what you're saying. But the new one, it's like I'm doing some cool stuff. Yeah, I mean, I think that the uh, um, it's hard because like I said, right after 1950, 1960, you get into the cookie cutter housing, right? The cookie cutter housing isn't a term used on pre 1940 houses. And so, you know, if you own one of 10 of these, right? How do you expect to put money into it and differentiate yourself from any of their neighbors? Because really, then it gets into a decision of taste. Then it gets into the decision of the, the way you're separating yourself from those people is, um, you know, maybe you do different trim or maybe you, you know, paint it a different color or maybe, you know, but nothing permanent that you're going to put into it is going to add enough value to separate yourself to create value, mm -hmm. in my opinion. Look, that's super helpful. And I think uh, really we've got the two different houses here to compare and contrast the two of them. And my original idea was that we just take the, the bad quote unquote house, if you will, and 
you know, do the fixer upper trend on it and see how, how would we make this thing better. Um, and I think maybe a better usage of the compare and contrast that we have is identify what is wrong, um, not solely just from like a narrative standpoint, but also just from like an in general standpoint. Well, you know, going back to your question, I, 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 I kind of jumped out to the start kind of angry at how ugly that is. <laughs> but um, the, the, Brent has seen none of these houses, so this I, is going to be really I think, fun. I think that um, uh, if you wanted to do weekend projects, right? Okay. Say you wanted to, you know, paint your daughter's room purple or, mm -hmm. or you know, or, or, or change moldings in here or do an accent wall, right? There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, yeah. that is low budget. You know, you can personalize it. You can make it your own. Yeah. And, you know, it, it that's that you're not wasting money. Right. But, but to put, you know, $30,000 in it, mm -hmm. no way. You know, so, to, put, to double your money and like do an addition, again, no way. Yeah. What if somebody said like, this is our forever home and we're here like we want to do it like the best we can i would say so richard's doing something really interesting here he is cornering brent like a like a lion on the savannah <laughs> he's taking his spears <laughs> out and push brent into his corner let's I see would, if he I lashes would, out or if he i would say save your money and buy a vacation home in denver or, or in colorado i mean any money that you're saying you're going to save and put into it don't okay your money be better spent buying a, 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 a lake house cabin. Brent um, lashes out in anger. <laughs> you know, your money would be better spent, you know, investing in something. It's just, okay, that's your forever home. What that means is, is that this is very functional for you. Mm -hmm. Okay. I doubt that there is uh, an emotional love that's going to happen with this house. Functionally, yeah, our kids are upstairs. We're downstairs. It's great. We have a big living room that opens off the kitchen. That's great, right? Those are all functional things. But to do the, you know, invest in in the things that we're talking about, like hundred year window, all that. Yeah, just like, like no, don't. Well, do they that. already did the moldings. <laughs> <laughs> they found a really good foam molding maker, and uh, so they they have. You you can tell, uh, and I'm so sorry if you're a viewer of this channel. Uh, and this is your house, but you can tell that they have actually put in a lot of time and effort in a lot of the details around this house. So um, there, <laughs> there is, well, sorry, I guess you can tell that they've attempted to do stuff with the detailing. They have taken pictures of the foam moldings that they've stickered onto this house. And uh, I mean, that's what we're looking at here. So this was in the Zillow profile for this house. Um, and you know, hand carved, this would have been. <laughs> this still wouldn't go with this house. It's still weird. See, this is the the problem is is that foam moldings, decorative moldings, are so cheap today. Mm -hmm. You can put them in the cheapest house, right? Yeah. Now, does that improve that house? Right? Does that does that make that house worth more? No, no, no. no. Makes it, it worth less. I would argue it makes it worth less. Definitely, definitely detracted from it. Detracts. So so look, we're. You know, I think it will be a more productive endeavor if we take, you know, a lot of the things that we're looking at in this house. And I think we've got a couple of houses coming up that are semi less bad than this. And so we can talk about, you know, with a little semi bit of semi less bad. Than I don't want to say that they're <laughs> document that sentence and make sure it makes sense at all. Yeah. So that was okay. where I was transitioning to. So let's let's go. So we've taken a lot of the things that we've seen in this house. Right. What I'm hearing is a takeaway. No narrative. 
right? No, no, uh, no style. functionality here. Stickers. Or, no, sorry, no style, all functionality. Yeah. They've got stickers of live, laugh, love on the wall. So, I mean, <laughs> you said they weren't going to put a lot of love in this house. They did put one love in this house. But, um, yeah, it, so I see what you're talking about, and I, I totally understand where you're coming from. You can tell that these people <clears throat> did have a desire to make something great here, but they just didn't have a direction of how to do it. Because they, they well, wanted you know, to put they, nice they, things they on did, their house. They didn't design this house. They were right. no, set no, no, up for yeah. failure. But it's very clear. <laughs> yes. Look, from the design of the house, not great. But it's very clear that a lot of these additions oh, were like not. Oh, like they care about like it. Like they care about like they it. And the they are trying to make it into a beautiful house. So they yeah. have stuck it on these moldings. They don't have a direction for this. So ideally, that's what we are coming in to help yes, out okay. with. So that's what I, this is where I was trying to go with this whole thing. But, you know. It said the lion lashed out in anger. So so if you were trying to, you know, bring proportion and scale moldings into this house. Look, your client is paying you an unlimited budget because I I think it's clear there's not a lot we can do on the small scale to make this house great. But your client's paying you an unlimited budget to make something great out of a pile of crap. So how do you polish this? They have an unlimited budget and they live here. They do. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Hey, 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 get the logic know, out of here. Get know, the logic out of here. What are, what okay. are some things that you would change out? <laughs> All right. So here, here's what I would do. He's in physical pain. He's in physical pain right now. I would take off. I'm a molding guy. Thank you, Richard. So I would take off that cased opening where it doesn't complete. So you only have that one, you know, casing leg on the right would side. Would you take out the top and the wall? I'd just remove the whole thing the and whole leave thing. it as a drywall Sweet. cased opening. Just have the base wrap. Uh, and then obviously you can see foam moldings yeah, down yeah. that hall and the lower ceiling in there. All those would come off because they don't fit the house style at now, all. Now, w- would you replace the foam moldings with a more like simple, like just crown molding, very low level, very simple crown molding because this house does not have a lot going on with it, but it is pretty plain Jane. Well, my big thing, I, I definitely wouldn't put a crown on the vaulted ceiling. Okay. I don't like what that does. We've done that a lot and... It's like, it's not made for it. It's not. So, so you either have a giant gap at the top you have to cock or at the bottom. Mm. You, you kind of got to choose. This one, I know it's at the bottom because they didn't do a transition piece in the corner. Mm. So I would, I usually just tell people like, if it's a vaulted ceiling, I don't like putting crown on it. It just do doesn't not, make do sense. Do not put crown on a vaulted ceiling. Okay, there's okay, the authority. There's the rule. <laughs> do not put crown on a vaulted ceiling. I mean, what do, you, what do these, you do with a vaulted ceiling in general? Let it vault. Okay. You and can that, do like a TNG or something. You let the vaulting speak for itself. Yeah, just, and that's it, a, that's it lifts cool up the, the... What are you saying, TMG? A TNG or mm. beam in the right place, like a ridge beam okay. or something? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but like that ceiling medallion is or that uh, above the fan that medallion and then that those panel moldings on the ceiling those are it's like really trying to be upscale and right it, it, it's it just falls flat on its face right a lot of the um flooring too i noticed in another picture a lot of the joints were like right next to each other yeah they it were just looked really yeah, they're diy there. And so you're saying they should do like longer pieces of floorboards just so that it looks a well, little bit better just lay them out different lay so you don't have like one joint, butt joint next to it, like yeah, within yeah, yeah. so many inches of another. So just 
so everyone understands like my mindset on this thing is we're going to have like a graph and we're going to have like make these changes. It'll cost about this much. I love where this is heading because I feel like this is valuable information, but it is not going to be nearly as organized as I had in my head. Well, it, well everything I just said is free. You're just ripping Oh, okay. Stuff so off. you're just taking stuff out. I mean, that's a, that's a so great low remove moldings. Ching, ching. Zero dollars right yeah. there on the screen. Bam. Easy. So, we're making them so much but, work for but Austin. Going back, going back, if you, if you have an unlimited budget... I you buy a new house. Yeah, thanks. No, I'm, I'm changing the facade of the house. Okay, what does that mean? He's gonna do a Wednesday video on it. What yeah. would you What would you do? How would you change the facade? Well, you you don't have two windows right next to each other like that. Okay, you you would separate those windows. Uh, uh, you're talking about above the garage. Yes. Okay. You would you would uh, enhance the entry. You you'd probably pull it forward with a pediment. Would you columns. put a balcony under that window there? And raise that window up just a little bit to put a balcony there. No, I'd probably take the window out and elevate the 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 with a pediment and, a, and some columns and mm -hmm. pull that pull that entry forward. Well, see, they've so got columns there, so and I know they're way too long for the size that they are. So I'm just wondering, how would you break those up? Would you just rip them out entirely? Uh, maybe. Um, but I'm pulling the door forward. Oh, okay. 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 I didn't get that. I see what you mean now. So I, I am, I am, I'm drawing your eye away from that uh, garage door and trying to, trying mm -hmm. to focus it on the front door yeah. where it's supposed to go. Um, I might stucco this thing or paint it white. Hmm. Okay. It's, it's ugly and red. It doesn't need to be red. Um, I, I'd probably, I'd probably change out the windows and make better windows. I'd probably put lights in that garage door so that so that it's not like yeah, such a prison this is great information where has this been this is awesome wait I, so wait. i would take that fan light over those pairs of windows and i would put different kinds of light in there and so, so wait hold on one second so with the uh what are you talking about with the light on the garage are you saying like an outdoor light put, no i put windows in those garage doors got it and I would probably, instead of making it one long horizontal thing, I would divide Split it, it into two. And so it looked like two carriage-style doors with lights above so that they, it would become more architectural instead of this flat white mass. Right. That little half window over the duck pair of windows, uh -huh. that goes away. Okay. And then the brickwork as well, you just keep it the, the plain and yeah, flat brickwork? I, I might stucco over this whole thing. Okay. Well, cool. That's a cool exterior change. Well, neato. All right. Well, great. Well, let's go look at the L other house. Lose the shutters. L yeah. The sh I mean, the shutters are terrible. I said that was the first thing you were going to say about the house, but I was wrong. Um, a lot more to say. Okay. So now looking at this other house, now you've got a narrative. Now you've got a storyline to play with. Sorry, Richard. Did you have anything you wanted to add? No, no. Okay, cool. I, I was going to say something about the garage, but he, he said it. Okay, sweet. Well, okay. So now we're in this one. This is the quote unquote like good-ish one. Um, obviously there's little improvements we can make here and there, but uh, let's start, what do you like about this one, both Brent and Richard? I like that it has style. I like that it, um, it front, seems Front like porches it, are great. Hmm. Like I, I would hang out in that front porch. I would mm -hmm. change those tiles out. Those tiles are terrible. It's a porcelain, ugly, concrete-looking. Uh, so what? So, so like what would why you? Why would you? Why did you put those tiles down? <laughs> like, why would you do that? Why would you go to Home Depot and buy the, the the latest tiles that look like nothing 
that are you know <laughs> painted porcelain or something and and put those down out there why would you do that i just realized this it's is a waste of money we do a podcast with larry david did you know that <laughs> larry david he's the guy who writes for seinfeld and does curb your enthusiasm he's just mad at the world <laughs> he's the larry david of architecture uh okay so that's his name, right, Larry David? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, what do you what do you change about the tiles? Do you do you do wood on the? That's no, a concrete baser? deck. Just 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 flat, plain yeah, flat concrete. Yeah. yeah. Do you, you don't need anything crazy. Yeah. Kiss. Keep it simple, stupid. Exactly. All right. So we're inside now. One of the interesting features about this house is it does have really big um, moldings. Yeah, they're like really thick, and they've got these really cool. Well, I don't know if they're cool. It's interesting how thick the uh, thing at the bottom. What is it called? The, I don't see it in here. It's not on the. It's not on that picture. You can't block. see it very well. There's the plinth block. That's yeah. what it's called. Thank you. I'm not a fan of that, to be honest. I just think it's such an interesting feature, like, it, and it's consistent throughout the entire house. Is that plinth block? So, just looking through the interior of this house, what is uh, screaming at you guys, Bryn Richard? I really don't like that plinth block. I don't know why it, it keeps well, it's like up. sticks out way over off the reveal of the casing and it I don't know it looks wrong to me mm-hmm. but there's some two there's that. I mean there's a, there's a lot of quick and easy things that you could do to this house and stay in style and and like you could put a cap molding over the top of these doors all you have is a one by uh, mm-hmm. right now and and you could so what's a could, cap molding just like a header cap, like it, and a, a cap. just shoot it down yeah. into the top head. Yeah, got it. And it, uh, and it would, it, it's in style. It's part of this architectural period. It's part of that design, you know, ethos, and uh, yeah, it, it, it works. I mean, you could you, you could do so many things that are appropriate in this period. You could beam the ceiling, you know, in in cool. the dining room like this. You could you could put a you know high arts and crafts wainscot around the, in this in this room. Those floors um, look great. Yeah, I mean you could you could add a bunch of trim in this house. This house can carry it architecturally. It can carry it as far as the style goes. Mm. Uh, it's it's appropriate, and so so you'd um, put more moldings in the uh, across the ceiling there. Yeah, I think those that no just beams. beams. Like you're not putting crown molding. Got it. I suspect those were originally cabinet doors underneath there. I would probably put the styles and rails back in and put cabinet doors in there. Okay. Um, that that mantel shelf, which is very popular at that time period, uh, also has brackets that could go underneath that that could enhance that. Oh, I that see what deal. you mean. Um, the, uh, I mean, there's just you know, I go room to room and tell you, you know, all these little enhancements. Well, this look, is, I think this so. Is this this I, is an arts and crafts style house that yeah. is that is very simple, and so within that within that you know style you have a ton of opportunity and this would be you know these could all could be weekend projects yeah. that you could do mm-hmm. right you totally know, you, you don't have to you know hire someone to do a bunch of stuff these aren't hard projects they're just a little bit time consuming well that's fun and so here's what i'm thinking like for some of our viewers out there who are the apprentice level who like care about craft and have a desire for this kind of stuff i feel like this is such helpful information to just hear like these little tidbit things. Cause in my mind, if you're a viewer listening to this, watching this, you've got um, something similar to this where you can go, oh yeah, I can do that. And then you're doing a craft project. You're putting something together, building with your hands and that amps me up. So that was kind of the whole, the goal with this whole thing is I would love 
I love all these things that are coming out right now, all these ideas, because these are so helpful to just go, oh yeah, cool, I've got an old cabinet thing that I pried open and got going. It would look cooler as a cabinet, sweet. Well, let me go figure out how to make a mortise and tenon. Let me figure out how to um, you know, put something like that together. Like brackets underneath the thing, that would be a cool weekend project to put together like a wooden bracket or even like a metal, it probably wouldn't be metal, it would probably be wood, right? Underneath the- Underneath wood, wood yeah. Wood. wood, but that'd be so cool to figure mm-hmm. out how to make and uh, even cut down with your hand. Like, anyway, cool project, that's super fun. I think this has been super helpful. All right, so let's move down. This is, we're now at the low level here, okay? And so this is obviously the bad version of the low level. We've got uh, just something from what I can see that brick facade doing nothing. Um, but <clears throat> this is the, this is a, um, I, I think right around $200,000 house. Um, and it is a little bit bigger than the correct version that we have, but somewhere it's right around the $200,000 mark, right? 240. Okay. And then our next one is, uh, a nicer, you know, version, same idea, but it's in a good neighborhood. Um, it is somewhat well done. Um, and there's obviously like some things that can be done to it, but it is made with a, in it, within a style. Um, it is slightly smaller and slightly more expensive than the last one we looked at, but that's it, primarily due to the neighborhood. And we're gonna see that trend a lot, uh, even with the higher one. Um, but it, it, you know, these houses are essentially equivalent. The only main differences in price are due to the neighborhood differences. Because again, location, location, location. And uh, we were trying to do it to where we had two houses that cost similar or at least comparably to each other. Um, but one is worth way more than the other one. And uh, anyway, trying to show like, you know, one, craft pays. and uh, But two, also a lot of these are just price differentials due to neighborhood. Anyway, so these are equivalently priced. One's in a better neighborhood, slightly smaller but not by much. This one's like 200 square feet smaller than the other one. Um, All right, let's go to the the first one. All right, talk about the first one. This is the exact same plan as that other cheap house we looked at. Four walls and a roof. It it had a two-story addition over the garage. Okay. I mean, the door's in the same place, the window's in the same place, the the garage is the same size. This is a typical cheap builder, (laughs) you know, plan. It's the exact same thing. Uh, the wow, brick, really the brick is different, right? The, the, the instead of using it's red brick, they use a color. pink brick, yeah. and they've got a faux arch going across the top of that. And so, um, uh, but the garage door. This is a, what built in the '90s or something like that. '89. And, and so, uh, um, did you know the pork chop return is a perfect place to fill your address? <laughs> <laughs> so, wait, I mean, hold on, it, really quick. Can I get some clarity here because? That is a pork chop in, correct? Yes. And then on that one house that y'all, that was good in the last one, that was not a pork chop end. Notice what's going on under the eaves back behind there. Okay, so I see the exposed wood. Yeah. And you've got these beams so going So I, I suspect originally these had open rafter tails. Okay. And someone added that fascia board on later. Okay. And so. What are your thoughts th- on that? That uh, quote unquote pork chop end on this arts and crafts house is actually a decorative rafter detail. So it goes with the style. Yes. Okay. Whereas the other one is how they are, you know, designing and, and completing a gable end. So, so if we're looking at that other one, I just need to see it because it's it's really 
<clears throat> they are covering up underneath, and so that's what you mean by like it's yeah, now not is, a design this a choice. Bo- this is a boxed eve, right? <clears throat> so they've they've boxed. So they've it enclosed in. it in, so you're not seeing anything. Whereas that details. other one was an open eve. I see what you're saying. Okay, so, um, sorry, I just needed clarity there because we we had some discussion even in the Discord about pork chop ends and how to get a nice gabled in. So again, you can you can play with the proportions on this house by changing that garage door. Mm. The biggest architectural feature is that garage door. Yeah, and it is right now. It is a long horizontal rectangle, and so by splitting that in two, right, and and redesigning that garage door, you you could create a little more verticality and a little more, you know, something a little more pleasing and where to to catch your eye. So, Richard, Brent, correct me if I'm wrong here, but just looking at the roof lines themselves, they're not terrible. Like, there's a lot that can be said about, like, where the roof lines end. Like, that that weird thing over the window on the left. I don't know what the roof is doing there, but... The pediment? Um, it's sure. just trying to, like, but curb appeal, I think. Curb it's appeal. just trying to pop up and say, look at yeah. me. You but, know, it's not I mean, really there's, but at the end of the day, there's more good things going on with like the roof line itself it really is just that right side of the thing right well, when you say the roof line what do you mean well I, if we go back to the bad example of the previous one it is a whopper jawed like square plus one triangle up top i guess we can't really see the other side yeah but it's hard to see go, go anyway. back to that that house we were just looking at i mean there are three architectural features in this house okay a door a garage door and a window okay i mean you know, you don't have a lot to work with, right? Right. Um, the 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 for some reason there's a habit on these builds to push pull the door back so that it's no longer the key architectural feature. So the curb appeal from the street, you've got a lot of concrete, right? A yeah. huge garage door, and yeah. the, oh look, there is a door, right? Yeah. It's, it's almost it's such an afterthought. So one strategy would be to highlight and build that up de-emphasize the garage door, emphasize the front door. Mm-hmm. But again, like that first house, I don't spend money on this house. Right. That's my immediate reaction. And that's okay. And the I sad that's part is you don't see people spending money on these houses. They don't really care about them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they kind of just fall Steve Muzon, he wrote a book called The Original Green talking about preservation. And his deal is when you build ugly neighborhoods, people don't care to keep them up and update them because they're ugly and everybody knows they're ugly. And so no one repairs it. Nobody restores it. Nobody puts money into it because it's ugly. Yeah. That's how I feel about my work trucks. I'm like, throw it in the back. Like, I don't care. I don't take care of it. It's a workhorse. It's just all functionality. No look, no performance. Just, I need some, something to drive. That's what this is like. I just need somewhere to live. That is an interesting trend to see and understand that, there's even a book written like that's it's a notable fact yeah like that's really interesting i do like how they vacuum the carpet (laughs) (laughs) it's very nice like a nicer design okay Okay, look at that let's talk in here richard what do you see you should have seen how they (laughs) carpeted how they why'd you buy this house oh man when we were i walked in (laughs) the way they had done the carpet vacuumed the carpet it was amazing um well i I don't know that fireplace. It's like I've been like studying fireplaces lately, like mantles and stuff, and yeah. that's just awful, dude. Yeah, like I don't know. It's just big gigantic tiles, and yeah. It's so crazy. would you? Would it be better if it was like a lot smaller features? Like even if it was, just, I know tile is probably not the best 
decision here for a fireplace because you need something to frame it, but it's cheap. Um, I would, if this was my house, I would probably some weekend I would increase the size of the baseboards. Okay. Oh um, wow, yeah. They're really small. They're casings, I bet. They just I bet they're they casings. order a yeah, bunch of casings and run it as yeah, base. Probably two and a half inches tall, three inches tall at the most. Mm. Um, I mean, the shoe mold's almost bigger than the than the base. It is bigger. The uh, um, I, I'd probably. I mean, if I'm just jacking around, kind of, I, I would probably put some, you know, increase the size of the base molding. Okay. Um, is that the front door? Yeah. Oh, wow, oh, I would get sucks. rid of that. This is just personal I'd preference. Wainscot in that entry hall. Yeah, that makes sense. Definitely elevate that trim right around that door yeah. a little bit more. Uh, I, I think that's wood look tile. I do not oh, like that think? stuff. Yeah. yeah, it is. It's like a lot My of people with big it. dogs like it. Yeah. And oh, I get it, but I just don't. I, I see it. When I see it, I just cringe. Well, it's, it's like one it. of those. It, that is one of those trends that, that you will look back in 10 years and go, oh, yes. remember when everybody used to do that wood tile? Yeah. That, that's what this is, is going to mm-hmm. be. Very uh, dated. If you go back to that door, even the proportions of it are wrong. Like, Oh, it's not centered it's not on that centered. wall. Yeah, it's yeah. really odd. That's frustrating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ugh. Okay. And that, that, that There's just no speaks light to the lack door. of care, right? That 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 the, the designer, the, the designer or the builder or whatever, the just like was. can't you at least just yeah. move it over four inches? four inches? Really, really, you can't do that. Um, <laughs> oh, the corner blocks are psycho. Is this master suite? No. Where, oh wow, the corner blocks. I see what you're talking about. Corner blocks are like a DIY tool. Yeah, is that but the I, but the thing now is though, there's so many people teaching you how to cut crown on YouTube. If you were gonna do that, like, if you were gonna do this, you yeah. didn't have any experience. You could learn this in a weekend by. Right. I have a video on it. There's tons of guys who have videos on it. DFW. You could just say, you could figure it out. It's easy. Wait. And then you wouldn't have that such a DIY look. Is it DFW? No, it's finished carpentry. Finished carpentry TV. Yeah. Sorry, I was saying the other name. <laughs> um, well, so it, it does literally crank. look like they've switched up the baseboard. It looks like, like there's the, a magnet you know. for architectural details in that corner. It's <laughs> <laughs> like sucked a, a window like, and a door yeah, to that it's corner. Like a galaxy pulling it all over there. <laughs> well, so there's enough room for a bed. That plug is just side. holding on for dear life. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it really is. Okay, so yeah, this I, I think we can all see that this is just an interesting. That's hard to work around because, like, I think okay, what if I Wayne's got that room? Man, look at the obstacles in that corner. Yeah, like I gotta I gotta make the the casing match with the the window casing and then run Wayne's got it. And how well, I, well there how is I no there is no window casing. It's just a oh, window it's like sill. Shutter thing, right? It's yeah. a shutter thing. Oh yeah, there is no casing even across the top curvature there. Okay, so moving back into the main room here, I mean, you can just see, sorry, we'll go there in one second. If you go to that last one, or the first one you showed us, so even just like the, what is that space above the room? Well, like, it's just, it, you know, in a traditional house, yeah. okay, the mantle is a focal point, yeah. okay? In a new house, the kitchen is a focal point. Okay. And this, you know, has that you know loft uh look because there's no dividing walls right. I mean, everything the dining room the living room the kitchen everything is, is connected and so a lot of new houses want to be a loft mm-hmm. and and you know it, how do you introduce classical ideas how do you introduce proportion and scale to a loft mm-hmm. and, and that's all that house is right and so 
it's just they're they're really hard to work with. Yeah, I, and I see it. I, I think it makes a lot of sense here how it comes together. But I think y'all provided some really helpful oh, encouragements on this. Yeah, what's up? Look at how that crown stops like right before it gets to the cabinet. Well, I was seeing that. I'm wondering if there's another windowsill up there or like another thing like on the left side. You see how there's that like sill above the... Um, sorry, a sill above the... The hallway in the hallway, yeah. You can't I'm even describe it. One. Like, yeah, I know. How do you? There's not a word in for that it. spot. The like, weird blank spot. But I'm wondering if there's another weird like level up there. No, that, what? Yeah, that is. So that. Oh, it's place no, no, no. The roof is moving up. It's a the diagonal roof right there. Yeah, yeah, but like it's just okay. Are you talking about like right there where? I was talking about that. I thought there might be another voided space, but it's not that. That molding that you were talking about on the right side of the screen, yeah. that molding is following slant. the slant. Yes, yes, it is. No, he knew that. I mean, I didn't it, know it, that. It, Sorry, I thought. It I was wonder how still. they ended that. Well, because very the badly. Are there. I've tried to end it like that. It doesn't go good. I I can't do it. Do you return it on itself or something? You can't. I had to put caulking in there to like seal <laughs> it off. I'm serious. I'm being honest. Like being real. Like you have to turn it and make it look the best you can and then fill in the rest. It's because it's not made for this. Right. 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 So and it's just weird because see the chair rail stops there and then that is like trying to be like, oh, this is separating this room. But because it's so open they concept, they should have just gone all the way across. They oh, for sure. Way. They should. Yeah. Well, the other funny thing about this is I don't know if you can see the kitchen backboard, but it actually trends across the island uh, oh, yeah, columns. Does. So they have taken their <laughs> kitchen, yeah, their inspiration yeah. there, which is just a weird call. So, okay, Ooh, I, I think this... Because those transitions in the corners. Oh my this gosh, is what it's I was, high to low. It goes yeah. high to low. Okay, I'm sorry. We Let's get off of this house because I think that the, we have explained very clearly... I think the best part of this house yeah. is how they vacuumed the carpet. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> Richard, you pointed that out from square one. Why didn't we just stop And it? that's, I mean, how long does that take you to do that? <laughs> <laughs> you could do that in a weekend... <laughs> right. That's an achievable um, project that you could do, you know, today. Okay, so the the I think this house does a, a much better job of showing like maybe why like you say don't spend money on a house like this. Don't spend money on a house like this. There are some houses where it's a little bit borderline where you're like, oh, yeah, maybe. Like that first house, I agree with you, don't spend money on it. But when you're in the inside, it's not like, oh my gosh. On that that house. It it's like, rough. oh my gosh, get me out of this place. Okay, well, let's go to the good <laughs> example. But I, I feel like that's helpful. Like I, I didn't know that. Like I don't, I'm not. So this is a 19 late 30s, early 40s house. Okay. Now remember, you're you've got a better neighborhood here, and so, but remember too that that time period, people were not putting a ton of money in their house. So part of the challenges of this house is. It's the lack of, uh, of of detail, the lack of... Mainly because people weren't willing to spend money on the, a house like this. Because I guess probably the country and everything What if they on? didn't have it? The depression, the Night, war. Was it 1920s? The, well, if it was 42, the war 40s. was going on. So um, you've got... I, I would I would enhance the front porch here. Okay. I would... I might kick out... Uh, I might kick out the eaves. Like, they've got that iron work in there. It might have been a column, uh, a wood column, which would have been prettier. Um, what do you think about the iron railings? Would you get rid of those entirely? I think they were added later. I okay. think um, I would. Yes, I would. Because I, I, I think they were maybe trying to match the lantern there, or just like play into that somehow, some way. You can do it. 
All right, Richard, what do you think about this? Um, <clears throat> it's pretty bland, in my opinion. Like, uh-huh. like I like little historic cottages and stuff, but this just seems like more of a, a historical, almost like production type house. Yeah. You know? And it's funny because this was pre-production builds, so this right this this was 1930s right Austin uh, I want to say that it was in the 40s the 40s okay I want to say if I remember correctly but that's like that's got to be like early 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 level production builds almost to the point where it probably wasn't one right no it, it, you're probably right it's probably early production builds but but not by a levit more by you know by dint of like what was going on in the world. Yeah. So, so there, there's the, the form here. Okay. Mm -hmm. Is, is, uh, is beginning to get into that bland nondescript deal, but, but they actually have proportions. Yeah. You could, you could enhance the ease on all of these houses, put bigger, you know, corner boards on there to mimic columns. You could have Gable and returns. If you built the, built the uh, roof line out, you know, eight to 12 inches, and all of a sudden this house would pop. Cool. Well, I mean, that's a really helpful just twist on the beginning, but also I think we can agree that this is coming from a better starting place, even just proportionally, and then structurally as well than the last one. All right, now we've got the inside of this house. So what you're going to see when you get into a house of this First period, off, it disregard is, the furniture. All right, continue. Is is remember that other house that we just looked at had just it was the loft feel, right? Because yeah. you just all the rooms connected. This one at least you have like that cased opening is yeah. centered into that wall, right? Mm-hmm. You have, you know, doors, you know, it's more partitioned off. And because it's more partitioned off, you have um order there's an order yeah, to there it is. there's a there's well this is a formal living room this is the kitchen this and so um when you have those things you it's easier to you know let's put a little bit more money in the dining room let's you know enhance the kitchen and you can compartmentalize your spending versus that other house where you know anything you did <laughs> in any room affected every other room because they're all yeah. connected that's a great point Oh, that is an interesting door. Look at that folding door uh, leading to the bathroom. <laughs> is that not crazy? It's a bifold door. That's that's also a swinging door. It's interesting. Um, wow. Yeah. <laughs> that is, that is a but I mean, you know, when you get into an older house, the hardware is going to be better. The the hinges, you know, the, yeah. the look at the, the baseboards taller. So you're um, already dealing with less. And, and this is why, again, why I like old houses is that you, the materials that you're going to be left with and right. dealing with are superior to any new product that's going to be into a, a, a production house. In a word, they're usable. So, solid wood lumber <laughs> in trim as opposed to MDF or plastic. You know, it's just, it's just that, 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 you know, item after item. Hardware is better. Windows are wood windows, not, you know, aluminum windows. Right. And, well, and it's crazy how much of a difference that makes to have actual wood windows. Like, you can just see it. Yeah. No, yeah, they, and you can't really see it in pictures, but when you're there, which is the only thing that matters because right. you're going to be living there. Right. And that's when you appreciate it. Um, okay, so what what do we think of that uh, archway that's been put in there? Is that original or is that... It's hard to tell. Okay. Um, I'm thinking it it's not be. just because of the lack of trim around it, but also you don't trim a circular 
thing, I figure. I think it's not. Well, I don't know, but it just looks like it's it hard wasn't to tell. done the best. Yeah. Okay. It looks really yeah. wacky. It's missing the style. All right. Well, or cool. It's like, yeah, it's so really it's, odd. Like how the craftsmanship doesn't really look good there. So major takeaways from this one is basically they've got a good starting point. They've got a good base point. Some of the bigger things that you could do to change this and improve this place is is mess with the the facade, mess with the front of it and the the roof roof lines and do some of that stuff and that will make a massive impact but that's going to be your bigger amount of spending there so that's your high impact change your low impact change would be probably a more interior look or what do y'all what do you think there is there i mean this is a house where i would update the kitchen this is a house where i would redo bathrooms this is a house where i would do things like that because i think you there's value and money in doing that sweet well, cool. That's really helpful. Now, let's. That was the low end. So that's, this would be like a more beginner house. And again, these are comparable prices on, on these two homes. Um, now, this one's a little more, obviously, with more for less. But you're getting, I think, we can all agree, a better experience here. So now we're on the higher end, and these are uh, all but similar prices. Like they're the exact same prices. So this is the what we have nailed down as the quote unquote bad uh house here and then uh we've got our quote unquote good house uh right here historic homes uh stamped into the side there so um what are we seeing here brenton richard as like a first look at let's start with the bad because that's been our trend thus far well, I mean, this is, I mean, bad is a relative term. I mean, this, this is a workable house yeah. in, in many respects because it is a style. It's uh-huh. a recognizable style. It's not executed necessarily very, you know, to at a very high level, yeah. but, but it's still, there's still a lot to work with. Great. Um, and so Talk I, to me about some of those things you're seeing. I could be wrong. I'm not an expert on this at all, but the columns seem too thin. And this, I feel like the – is it like the roof seemed too shallow? Like I feel like it should go up more. Like So in that style, that uh, Monticello uh, – not Monticello, Mount Vernon styling, mm-hmm. right? You have those, those, those the columns that are kind of ill-proportioned. Those are straight tubes, okay? And so that, there's no emphasis in those. But this is this is one of those things where – you can play around with that entablature, play around with the size of those columns, and then they even put a balustrade above there, and that alone would would you know make this thing really really charming and really pretty. Mm. I don't like the columns on those windows on the side where you've got the panel below, which which gives it vertical height on the windows, but then they've got those brown shutters there, which just stand out against the red brick and just. Because you're kind of a mess. You're saying the panel plus the shutters is an interesting look. No, the panel under the window, okay, alone without the shutters, got it. Gives that a lot of vertical height, right? Yeah. Your eye reads a big long rectangle, right. And therefore, you assume verticality. Mm-hmm. But the 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 shutter is only over the window portion, not over the panel portion, right? Which makes sense functionally but but because it's brown it looks off it looks off it, yeah. it's it's throwing like what's that window doing there what what's going it on it looks the, like they've misproportioned yeah the, lo- looks like the panel mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. this is something that you know really quickly i i would probably fix that entry um when was this built in the 40s 60s 60s the uh it, it's just <clears throat> the, the 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 uh 
the just the detailing is not very good. I would I would probably elevate that entry and um, I would I would probably change that out. I think there could I could be dead wrong here, but there could be some level of brickwork to be done underneath the second story of windows just to kind of define those two levels. I thought I mean if you look at the, just that front facade, yeah, the the entry the yeah. doorway isn't. You know those windows are all big. They're big windows, and then the shutters the shutters make them make them as a mass feeling bigger. Bigger than and so you you could have uh, you know a better entry design detail around around that door really elevate that so that the pediment goes up and gets closer to that round window, and it could be really handsome. Would you add coining to the sides to get? It looks kind of like weak. Uh, I don't think so. I mean, you know. I don't think so. I wouldn't. Uh, I don't think it would add enough value. Okay. All right. So looking indoors now, this is the uh, column. Uh, what are these called? Beams here across the room. We've got a fireplace there. Well, here's here's the problem. Okay. We're standing on the outside of that house yeah. and it's colonial revival. Right. Clearly. You stand inside here. There's nothing colonial revival about this. Correct. The mantle is an Italian, Spanish, weird new house look. It yeah. looks, looks like it, you know, belongs like in a, a new house. Thing. Yeah. And so, you know, the beams uh, above are, and the vaulting is like. Very French. Yeah. That's not, that's an old world detail. That's yeah. not really a clone or revival detail. And so, you know, now we're standing inside and we're like, are we in the same house? So, so now we have a little bit of a McMansion situation going on here. So where the outside of the house, there was an idea, there was a theme, there was something that you could work with and play with, and then we take it inside, and now we've got a completely different set of styles coming at us. And so it's just saying the wrong thing, correct? And wouldn't you, like, why are the... There would be a ridge beam, right? But you would have, like, more of, like, rafter beams. You wouldn't have those Heading mid... Into it? Yeah, you, well, would you have those mid... Well, Revival, you know story and that and that the historic precedent is not to have a vaulted ceiling like this and so you know here's here's a situation where they've spent a bunch of money remodeling the inside of it and it looks very dated okay and this will not you know this will not you know be an interior that people are going to keep in my Mm -hmm. opinion and so you know this style of you know detailing and uh, is is going to go away, and then in ten years you're going to walk in and go, well, I got to completely redo this. Mm. And you know, anyway, just wasted money. I think that's helpful context. I think that makes a lot of sense because we can. I I don't know. I I definitely felt it walking into that room. I mean, if this was me, I'd go hardcore colonial revival. I would put a wainscot in here in this mm. dining room. There's uh there's there's decorative papers that were used in the. You know, 40s, 50s, 60s, the De Gournay that that have like uh, early American landscape scenes and early American, you know, ship port scenes that are so iconic to this style that I would do some things like that to so that you immerse yourself into that, you know, colonial revival feel. Uh, But even the furniture and everything else is just, you know, it'd be better to have better antiques in here that that have, you know, an uh, an early American feel, not european mm-hmm. and this is seems like a situation that people moved in and didn't really want a clone revival house yeah. and they just made it whatever they wanted it mm-hmm. and it just it's it doesn't it isn't doesn't work as well it's not as valuable it, it, is there a better way of doing that like 
you know, that was the house that was in their budget. That was what they wanted to go with. But they have a different style. But, but feel. We've gone up. I mean, yeah, yeah. They, they had money. You're right. And, you're right. And, and they didn't spend it on the right things. Makes sense. Yeah, so Stain grade cabinets aren't a part of an early American deal. It's a European thing again. Well, and you so, just lose. This room feels like it's in a completely different house than the one that we were just totally. in. The, yeah. Because they've now switched the stain grading. And I think even the floor stain is different. Yeah, um, the floor was different. Yeah. Uh, the faux finish on that uh-huh. crown is kind of weird. Accent ceiling. I would just paint. Thing, right? So I would just paint that just crown, painted, right? I think they it, painted a, that hole in the ceiling too, right? To make it appear that it's oh higher. weird. Yeah, it's just like yeah. a square painted, a rectangle. Interesting. Okay, so uh, big changes that y'all would hit on uh, that house. What was? Is this the back of this house? Yeah. Sweet. Oh, it has uh, so, a nice yard. It's, it's a good backyard right there, but it definitely does not fit the colonial revival scene. Um, yeah. But anyway, so with you guys, with your opinions, what, what would you do? Just big, big impact change. You would do the inside completely differently. They, they spent their money on the wrong thing. Small impact change. Is there any things that they could do differently? I know, I know we're in the higher budget here so they can get away with more, but, um, would it be the, the front would getting rid of the, I would fix the inside of this house. The front's very manageable. I would fix the front, the inside of the house. What do you think, Richard? Yeah, yeah, it's it really odd. I mean, even to see like a bullnose corner on that yeah, uh, sure. fireplace bump out, mm-hmm. you wouldn't have bullnose corners. Not, I'm talking like Brant, like I know, but <laughs> I, what I mean, I'm just been you're, hanging around you're, so you're much. Right, but uh, it just seems odd. Yeah. All right. Well, let's go to the final one, and uh, in this guy with the bang. So here's this this last house, and again, they're really comparable in price. Um, right in their same area. What was it? Five hundred thousand? No, these are one point three million. Really close. 1.3 million. <laughs> um, so each of them about the same. This one's a little smaller, correct? Uh, no, it's actually bigger. <laughs> <laughs> so 50-50 chance. So this one's more expensive, a little bigger. Um, but yeah, and this one's the nice. Make one, some more so. predictions. Well, I, I'm trying to remember, but it was fifty minutes ago that we uh, even went through all these. Um, okay. So on the outside, you've got, again, um, a style. Yeah. Uh, What would you call this style? Is it Spanish? I know the ceiling or the roof tiles are semi-Spanish with that. Uh, it's a barrel tile roof. Yeah. You know, it looks like a box. It looks like a four square house. Mm -hmm. Four squares typically have front porches. So this one doesn't. Missing out on a front uh, porch. I know that I know this house, and so historically it was a different house than this, and so it you know taking the neighborhood that it's in, which is a 1920s 1930s neighborhood, we're gonna hold on to that kind of period revival detailing, okay. and just you know go with it as a blend of those different styles. But I mean, there's there's good symmetry, there's good proportion, there's good you know it's a handsome house from the street. Um, yeah. So I, I don't know if, if I spend much money out here. All right, great. So not a lot to do with the outside. Indoor-wise, I mean, again, we are in the, the 500,000, <clears throat> 1.3 million um, side of things. So I, I think we're going to see a lot nicer details. So, again, I don't know if we're looking for as many things to fix up, but this is more of like a compare and contrast with that last house that we saw um, just – 
I want to hear y'all's thoughts on how they've done it, uh, if you will. It looks clean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They've so done a great job cleaning the house. Um, <laughs> I think that because this is an historic house, you see the size of the base mold, and it looks like a Victorian molding, and you know the decoration and stuff like that. We know the original house was Victorian. It's a little, it's a little bit hard to know which is what's real and what isn't. Mm-hmm. But um, and maybe this wasn't a great example of a high end older house to use. But there, there, there is a there is a precedent of quality um, that that is, has been handed down. That you know, uh, I don't look at this and go, oh, you know what it needs. But okay. you know, I, I look at it and go, oh yeah. Uh, and well, so good. and so maybe this house, you know. Uh, has you know um, does just need you know paint and in uh, furniture. Cool. Well, I, hey, that's really great, Richard. You see anything on your side of things? No, it looks Change like there's or... good. They executed the craftsmanship nicely. Looks good. I would say. Oh, is that right? Is that a good detail? <laughs> I'm seeing this giant wood thing peek out from like the the painted and everything else muted wood. It just is a very poppy piece. So is this that... picture seems like really exposed too. Mm-hmm. It does, like, yeah. yeah. Like if you were there, it wouldn't be. It wouldn't so be drastic. as stark of a difference, yeah. yeah. I mean, there was a precedent in that period to have stain grade butlers cam- butlers pantries. Cool. This one looks a little bit overbuilt. Okay. Um, but <laughs> but I don't know. It well, seems like you would stop it like. At the top at the of the, yeah. Molding, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's I, even I, higher than the window moldings. Yeah, no, might be same no. height, but anyway. Well, Who's okay. Getting up there, right? Look, to the, get in that cabinet. There's the kitchen, and I think we're gonna hear a lot of the same from you guys, which is great. So, uh, bienvenido. <clears throat> but I will say, um, I, I think, in my mind, I'm sitting here and I'm like, I, I want to know this kind of stuff. I want to see, you know, what y'all would change about a house and how y'all would effectuate change on it. Ultimately, I think this is really helpful and just fun for me. Um, and I mean, honestly, that's why it was my idea because I just wanted to know some of these things that I just don't know and don't have a knowledge for. Um, but I, another element that, you know, in areas that I do have expertise on, um, I always love, you know, providing my own input. And so we would love to see in the comments if you've got anything that you're like, no, I would have changed this about house number two, house on the low house, on the bad low house. So we try to keep it somewhat feasible. We've got good and bad for each level, low, medium, and high. Although we started medium, then went low, then high. But uh, we would love to hear your feedback as well and how y'all would change it. And um, Brent might roast you in the comments for... I'm just kidding. But, uh, no, but <clears throat> really, I, I think this has been super helpful. So thank you guys for uh, doing... Cool. Yeah, it was a good idea. This. All right. Well... Thanks for watching. If you're not a part of our Patreon, this was a tough episode to follow on the uh, Spotify. So uh, give us a follow on Patreon and uh, get to watch the whole thing. It's a really cool uh, series of houses that we've got here, some really bad ones, and I think some really cool ones at the end. So thanks for watching. Have a good one. Mm-hmm.